If you're pregnant and considering abortion, I have important news. I'm attorney Mosley Collins. Perhaps you know my phone number, 444-4444. In the past, I've spoken about personal injury accidents, but today I want to help you if you are pregnant and considering abortion. I know that's a scary spot to be in. So we've created a new organization called SaveYourBaby.org. If you call us, we have resources, medical care, housing, and more to help you save your baby. And it's all free. Many people now believe abortion is a bad choice. Even the woman who brought the original lawsuit legalizing abortion now believes she made a terrible mistake. I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. So I hope you call me at 444-4444. We will help you without charge. But in the end, it's up to you because only you can save your baby. Hi, I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's teaching of Real Christianity with your teacher, Mosley Collins. Each week, we try to bring you a study of God's Word that will encourage and equip you to live a life that God can bless, to live a life of real Christianity. And now, I am proud to present your brother in Christ and my husband, Mosley Collins. Hi, darling. Thank you so much. And welcome, my listeners, to today's edition of Real Christianity. And today, I'm still with four wonderful guests in my studio. We have uh, Pastor Timothy Hinkle. Can you say hello? Well, hello, Mosley. Hello. We have Wynette Sills. Good morning. Uh, we have Sandra Smith. Good morning. And Desire Sumrall. Hello. And uh, we're here to share with our audience our what I think is the heart of God for the abortion issue and to help people make good choices and help people get on God's side of this issue. Um, and let me ask Pastor Hinkle, you know, I don't hear too often pastors speak on um, God's heart when it comes to abortion. Why do you think that is, Pastor? You know, I believe mostly the reason for that is because a lot of pastors um, know that most likely in their congregation are women that have had abortions, men that have encouraged abortions, and they don't want to bring condemnation. But by not speaking out and um, really speaking truth, other women may make the same bad choice. Other right. men may make the same choice. And there's no healing exactly. that comes to the men and women in their congregations that have made that choice. It's like the white elephant in the room yeah. if you don't address it. Yeah. I mean, there's a million and a half abortions each year in America. So there are a lot of women and a lot of men sitting in the congregation who have made that bad choice and would love to be forgiven if someone would help them. Yeah, they need to know that uh, there is now, therefore, no condemnation in Christ Jesus, but they need to also hear the truth. And, um, you know, one of the things that you mentioned in a previous broadcast, mostly, you read out of the book of Jeremiah 1.5, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. That same verse continues on, and I think that women and men need to realize this, that God knows the child in the womb. And the verse continues on and says, before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet 
to the nations. Is that powerful or is that it's, powerful? Yeah, all these children are known to God. They, they're absolutely known to him and by him, and they have a specific purpose to accomplish. And the women that are carrying these precious children need to understand it's not a glob of tissue, right? but it is a child right. that God knows right. and has designed that has been wonderfully and fearfully created mm-hmm. in the image of God for a specific purpose for such a time as this. And they do not want to take away God's plan for that young child. That's right. You know, there's a few things I hate. And one of the things I hate is the word fetus. I hate that word because it's a word that people have come up with to try and blind the rest of us to what we're talking about. We're talking about a baby known to God. And that's, that's, that, that, that's why I hate that word so much, because when you hear that word, you know people are trying to hide the fact that this is a baby known to God. And it's a child. And if you look at the scripture, it clearly shows us that life does not begin at birth, but life begins in the womb. Yes, and even before. God, and even, even before. Even before that. You know, one of the reasons I got so involved in this, one day I was listening to the radio, and there was a lady on there, and they were uh, she was being interviewed, and she said, you know, I had an abortion when I was young, and... Um, when I was in my early 20s. And I spent the next 20 years pretending like that didn't really matter. And then when I got in my 40s, I realized I had killed the only son or daughter I would ever have. See, isn't that just a shame? Yeah, isn't that terrible? I, I, my heart broke for her. When I heard her say, I, have, I realized I killed the only son or daughter I would ever have. Then my heart was just broken. I said, I've got to do something about this because you can't let this happen in our country. Suppose, I just want to throw this out, Pastor. Suppose abortion is really the big deal of our day. How you stand on abortion. How you stand on that. I mean, you know, Jesus was so hard on the Pharisees. And why was he hard on them? Because they pretended to be religious but didn't do what God wanted him to do. And now today, what would you think of people who pretend to be religious and yet support abortion? You know, that this may be the big deal of our day in God's eyes. You know, when you phrase it that way, it's hard to even conceive that there are men and women that claim to be religious and support abortion. Uh, this issue is right at the heart of God. It is. Oh, my gosh. You know, you see in the, in the Old Testament um, several times um, the people are encouraged not to kill their babies in various forms. They were told yeah. not to pass their babies through the fire, right. you know, not to offer them as sacrifices. Yeah. These are all ancient forms of abortion. Yeah. And God speaks to how he hates mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. has always hated it. If you are standing up, and claiming to be a person of God, yet speaking in favor of this terrible evil, I would just really encourage you to 
spend some time on your knees and seek the face and the heart of God on this right. issue. And it's so common in our day, like uh, the most famous person who claims to be a Christian and yet supports abortion is Barack Obama. And of course, there are millions of people, I suppose, who would say, well, I don't want to impose my beliefs on someone else. No, we're not talking about beliefs. We're talking about actually taking a medical instrument and ripping a baby and apart or killing him or injecting him with salt. We're not talking about, you can believe anything you want, but please don't have the conduct that kills babies. So I just pray my listeners are have the heart of God and can see with the eyes of God that if you if you want to be on God's side of this issue, you have to be against abortion. You know, one last thing. As men and women of God, we are like the ancient people who God said were watchmen on the walls. Yeah, right. And it's the job of the watchman mm-hmm. to sound an alarm. Right. And if you read and you look at that in context, if the watchman fails to sound the alarm when there is danger, the watchman is responsible for the consequences yeah. of the danger. So we who are, who are called of God as watchmen on the walls need to sound the alarm, and hopefully the people who listen will hear the alarm and react as God wants them to. Absolutely. That's yeah. the cry of God, and that's the cry of his heart. Yeah. Why not? Let me uh, have you uh, speak for a moment. You are one of the leaders of the... Um, I mean, very humbly you say you just show up, but you're one of the leaders of the sidewalk ministry outside of the abortion killing fields. Um, you know, the buildings look nice from the outside, but they're killing fields. There's there's the death of thousands of innocent children have taken place there. And uh, you're on the sidewalk politely urging people not to do that, right? Yes, if, if your listeners have been convicted um, by listening to this program and now want to make a difference, do something to serve our Lord in service to the least of of his, I would encourage you to join us at the sidewalk there at Choice Medical Group Abortion Business. Um, The public sidewalk is located at 2322 Butano Drive, and we're there every day as Christians, not as a protest or a picket, but there in loving, compassionate Christian ministry, offering women assistance with whatever they might need. It's not uh, a ministry of judgment nor condemnation, um, but by God's grace, there go I. Many of us involved in this ministry have either had abortions ourselves or have helped, you know, say our best friends um, get their abortion, thinking that we were doing the, the helpful thing, when in reality, now we see just how painful the consequence of this choice can be for a lifetime. And so, this is an opportunity to really make a positive difference. Each one of us is called to, to do our part and would like to share a story, a, a really beautiful story of a woman who was going there um, one day recently and we were able to help her. Oh, that's Desire. Yes. Can you, okay, Desire, welcome to today's program. Now, um, you need to get close to the mic. Uh, now, you are how, how old are you? 23. And you're currently pregnant? Yes, with twins. With twins. How marvelous. I've always wanted twins. I never had them. I have six children, but no twins. Uh, but recently you, how, what led you to the idea that you should abort your, your babies? Um, well, I already have two smaller children. I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. 
And I just thought about how difficult it would be to have more children with the two that I have and the struggles that I was already going through with my life. And I was just trying to figure out how am I going to be able to take care and provide for those two and the two that I have. So that's what led me to going down there. To I thought I was doing the right thing and making it better for my other two children that I already had. Did you ever have an ultrasound of your babies? Yes, I did. And you did you was that before or after you decided to save them? Um before. Okay. So you were you knew that there were two babies in your womb, but you were going to abort them because you were worried about supporting the two you already had. Yes. And so what happened when you went down there? I went down there for my first initial appointment. And um, I made sure that I parked way away from the street where um, I called them protesters were standing. And so I set my appointment. And then the day I went back, uh, there was nowhere to park. So I had to park closer to the street, which is where I met Wynette. And she spoke with me and gave me pamphlets and everything. So what did she say that what, what changed your mind about saving your babies? I really didn't want to go through the situation to begin with. So in the back of my head, it was like I knew this was the wrong decision. So to have someone there encouraging that it was the wrong decision, and it just made it a whole lot. It opened my eyes to see that this is not right and I shouldn't be doing this. Now, the father of the children was not helpful? Not at that moment, no. Yeah. You know, um, I really believe that most of the women coming down to get their abortion know somewhere in the back of their mind it's the wrong decision. And they're looking to see, is there a sign from God that I shouldn't do this? Because you know what? When you, what protection does the baby have when the mom goes down to the killing fields at a Planned Parenthood or Choice Medical Group? What protection does that baby have as the mom walks in there gets into the chair, the doctor gets ready, the instruments of death. The only protection that baby has is a mother who says, wait a minute, no, this is wrong. I've changed my mind. That's the only protection that baby has is a mom like you who says, wait a minute, no, I've changed my mind. I know that may be difficult in the future. That's okay because I'm going to save the life of my babies. And who knows what your babies are going to turn out to be. They may discover the cure for cancer. Mm-hmm. They may be president of the United States. They could be anything. And, you know, if it's too burdensome, you can always adopt them to a good home because there are so many people who would love to adopt a new baby and give them a great home. So it's win-win. And the only, lo- the only way to lose is to go through with paying those killing fields to kill your baby. So I just applaud you. And be sure and call us when you have your babies. When do you do? Um, October 9th, but I can have them at any moment. <laughs> okay, because they're twins, right? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, you're very close then. Very. You're very close. You're less than a month away. Yes. Wow. Okay, well, um, and you're. have you been to, uh, in, to Sacramento Life or any place like that? No, I have not. Okay, Sacramento Life is another wonderful place that helps uh, women, either those who've had abortion and want to, forgiveness from God or those who are pregnant and need help. And uh, my listeners, I'm going to tell you, you can always call Wynette 
cells, uh, she helped Desire, and she'll help you. Her phone number is 955-1577. Yes, if Desire, would you like to tell the audience um, how we were helpful to you? Because I think so many people think of us as just caring about you know the baby rather than helping the woman through her pregnancy. So if you'd like to share a little bit about that. Well, since I've contacted Wynette, um, I've had help from Gabriel's Project, which has helped me get cribs for my children, clothes for my children, um, the St. Vincent's DePaul Church. They've helped me with my housing and things for my housing. Um, in every aspect, they've just been such a great help. And I've I had uh, showers on wheels. They threw me a baby shower. So oh, I got praise more the Lord. Things. Yeah, and this is all through, had I not met Wynette, none of this would have happened. <laughs> Wynette's your key. Okay. Well, you know, we'll come together and help people once we find them. We sure will. And uh, God bless you for being willing to be helped. You know, and God bless Wynette and her group. So listen, my listeners, if you want to get involved in any of this, oh, we would love it. And you can call Wynette or you can call me at 444-4444. You can give money. You can give time. Some people say, well, I can't go down on a Friday morning to Planned Parenthood. The killing feels there because um, I have a job. Well, then how about supporting with prayer? How about supporting with money? How about doing what you can to be on God's side of this monumental battle that suddenly we find ourselves in? Are you yes. going to say something like that? Well, we have a website that you can look at throughout the year, and that's 40 Days for Life, the number 40daysforlife.com forward slash Sacramento. And we're gearing up for a Christian presence there from 630 in the morning till 630 in the evening, Monday through Saturday. So we really wow, need Wow, you really need some people. Help. You yes. need help. Well, this is a wonderful cause. You know, this, this I tell you what, this, this, this battle, and I feel called of God to be in this battle. And I, I pray you feel, my listener, called of God to be on God's side and be in this battle. And, you know, there's there's mourning in this battle and there's rejoicing. There's grieving and there's laughter. You know, I am rejoicing that Desire saved her two babies through the help of Wynette and all of us. And I have people, I've spoken at churches and had people later come to me and say, I decided to save my baby because of what you said. That's just joy. That's just triumph. But there's also mourning because there are, I hate to tell you, many more babies that are torn to pieces and thrown into the garbage every week in Sacramento. Many more that are destroyed than are saved. And so we have to take this very seriously because I really believe this may be the big issue for Christians of our generation of our time. You know, there's in Matthew chapter 4, Jesus said, Blessed are they that mourn. And I used to think about that, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are they that mourn. You know, because Jesus said he came to give abundant life and so forth. So why mourn? But here and now I can see. Blessed are those who mourn over abortion. Blessed are those who cry, who grieve, who are heartbroken. They were killing these babies, these innocent babies formed in the image of God, who have destinies God has planned for them. God doesn't form a baby in the mother's womb without planning a destiny for him. God has a destiny. If you could speak to God, he would say, oh, that baby? Yes, that baby, I've, here's my destiny. I've planned for that baby. 
that baby's going to make a contribution to the world. That baby's going to be wonderful. He's going to be loved of his parents. And, and someday when that mom or dad is old, he's going to help them survive. You know, that's what people who throw away their babies don't realize how precious they are. And like my mom, she's 87. And my mom will tell you, she'll say, you know, I probably wouldn't even be alive except for Mosley. You know, we, at the, when, the, when the tables eventually turn, these babies will love us and help us. We need to stand with God to fight this evil and to speak out against this terrible thing. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Real Christianity. For more help, you can visit our website, ingodslove.com. That's ingodslove.com. Or call us at 916-444-4444. Now, here is a final word from Mosley. I don't want to end today's program without giving you, my dear listener, a chance to ask Jesus to be Lord of your life. Jesus came into the world to save people like you and me. Do you know why we celebrate Easter? It's the day we celebrate the fact that Jesus rose from the dead. And since he rose from the dead, he's alive right now. And you can know him as your Savior. If you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, will you pray with me right now to receive him into your heart, to have your sins forgiven, and to receive the gift of eternal life? Yes? Then pray after me, Lord Jesus, forgive my sins, come into my heart, be my Lord and Savior. Amen. If you sincerely pray that simple prayer, you are forgiven and you have Jesus living in you. He will not leave you or forsake you as you walk with him. If you want more help praying to receive Jesus as your savior, call me at 916-ALL-FOURS. I will pray with you and I will send you a free Bible. And join me here for the next broadcast of Real Christianity. If you would like Mosley to speak at your church or Bible study, call us at 916-ALL-FOURS. Until next time, may God bless you and keep you. If you're pregnant and considering abortion, I have important news. I'm attorney Mosley Collins. Perhaps you know my phone number, 444-4444. In the past, I've spoken about personal injury accidents, but today I want to help you if you are pregnant and considering abortion. I know that's a scary spot to be in. So we've created a new organization called SaveYourBaby.org. If you call us, we have resources, medical care, housing, and more to help you save your baby. And it's all free. Many people now believe abortion is a bad choice. Even the woman who brought the original lawsuit legalizing abortion now believes she made a terrible mistake. I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. So I hope you call me at 444-4444. We will help you without charge. But in the end, it's up to you because only you can save your baby. 
My dear listeners, I want to send you each week encouraging phone messages or emails selected by me personally from the Word of God, and it's all free. All you have to do is call us at 916-444-4444 or go to our website, myrealchristianity.com and enroll a phone number or email address. And I will begin sending you each week short messages drawn from the Word of God to strengthen you and to remind you how much God loves and cares for you. These short messages are designed to build your faith. For as the Bible says, faith comes by hearing, hearing the Word of God. So I hope you will call us at all fours or go to our website and enroll a phone number or email address so you can begin receiving these free gifts from God's Word.